Good afternoon and welcome back to A Dose of Dave. It is quarter past seven. I did a an afternoon shift at the old rubber dub today. It's supposed to be 12 till 6, but I did 11 till um, 11 till 6 because they have two people off. Someone's had a bereavement in their family, so he isn't in today. Although, he had a bereavement yesterday and he was told he had to continue working till the end of his shift. And the pot wash man wasn't in, he's off sick. But this is, he's off sick the day after he was told he couldn't have the holiday that he'd booked two months ago. Um, so it's an interesting time in the pub, actually. I, there's a definite shift in mood. There's a definite shift in how people feel about the owner, who is being, I don't know, quite aggressive, quite rude. She's been quite rude to me a couple of times today, um, to the point that the manager actually mentioned it to me. So I can't believe what, how she spoke to you earlier. And I'm like, well, whatever, water off a duck's back. I'm biding my time, and I am biding my time. Something is going on here, um, and I think, you know, people are being asked to do extra work and extra shifts and all that kind of stuff. The owner is quite distant from the pub at the moment. I don't know if I've mentioned, but she lost her partner in January. Um, so I think maybe this is what makes me slightly different to the other people there is that they can see her behavior towards them and how it makes them feel that's their measure of things but my measure or my interest is where this behavior is coming from what is driving this behavior and I can soak it up and soak it up I don't care I don't care much about the whole thing I've already said I'll just walk away at any given moment um, but I suppose what I see is a woman who is in the midst of grief. And I can see her pain. And my thesis here is that this is what is now coming out. And it's being directed at those around her who are confused by it. It's like, what's going on? What's happening? Why all of a sudden is this like this? I mean, the woman, the owner's a pretty kind of, I don't know, hard-nosed businesswoman, whatever that means. Um, but she's clearly in pain. And firstly, I'll take so much of it. And then I will be having a similar conversation as I had with the mean girl, who I'm getting on great with. In fact, the behaviour of the owner is really helping me out because it's bringing everyone else together. So it's the first time where I've heard lots of moaning about the owner since I've been there. And this was a group of people. This wasn't just here and there. This was a conversation between all of the staff that were actually on today. So it's quite fascinating what is going on. And I'm so pleased I'm in a position where I don't really give a fuck and I can just walk away whenever I feel like it. That's my 
that's my ace in my back pocket really is that like whatever I'll just walk away um, but I don't know I mean I've, I've said that this I'm this isn't just a job I'm there for a reason and I'm there for my own reasons this is to kind of see where I'm at I've already taken on the mean girl and I can now see the real girl She's like nice and kind and caring, but she has this hard facade that she's put on for whatever her reasons. And she's opened up and she's shown her vulnerability. Um, And actually even the manager who's been a bit kind of off with me at times, she's now kind of like, oh, I can't believe how she spoke to you, Dave. I'm like, "Ah." but again, this is bringing us closer together. This is enabling that relationship to to sort of cement in a way. Um, so the the behaviour of the owner is really alienating her from the rest of the people in the pub. And I guess this is what can happen with grief, you know. People are in pain and they are angry about, you know, someone passing away and they project that anger onto other people about meaningless things a lot of the time Um, and what ends up happening is that they end up being very alone if they're not careful so interestingly when I first went there she was very open about her feelings and quite tearful at times talking about it but now there's none of that it's all very hard and harsh so I'm just biding my time So I have options, really. One of those is to just walk out the door when I've had enough. And it will take me a while to have enough of it because I don't care. If I cared and I needed the job, I I would, it would be different. I would probably soak it up for even longer, actually. Um, Or I can confront the behaviour in the same way that I did with the mean girl. You know, you know, just don't, don't talk to me like that, please. <laughs> if you want me to do something, all you've got to do is ask and then I can decide whether I'm going to do it or not. That's how this works. Um, or, and maybe this is more of a, a risky strategy, not for me because I'm prepared to go anyway, but for her is to confront her pain which would probably be the most powerful way of changing something here. Um, I've done it before. I can be a bit of a bastard in that respect, but it needs to reach a point in order to kind of break all that down in one go. There's no point trying to do it now. It doesn't feel like it's ready to be done. It's almost like, yeah, she probably needs to piss everyone off a bit more first and really feel her isolation from those people. And then maybe she'll get it straight between the eyes and it won't be a big argument. It will be something like a look and a comment along the lines of, I can see your pain and me turning and walking off to go and clean some glasses or something. Because, I don't know, when we're in that much of an emotional turmoil, we 
we don't necessarily understand why we're behaving like we are. I mean, she might feel that she's behaving out of out of sorts. She might even feel justified in treating people like she's treating people because she's trying to dissipate her own pain, which is unbearable. That's what I see. I could be wrong, but I think I'm pretty bang on the money. And time will tell. I'm not back in till Thursday. I don't know when I'll see the owner next, but I don't know, maybe it will just be a com combination of those things. Maybe I do need to address the behavior or at least let her know that I'm not happy about it and then see what she does about that. Um, but this is the sort of stuff that I find fascinating. And I will obviously be updating you on what happens. Um, but anyway, I'm over the park, it's quite busy. Lots of people doing stuff. It's been quite a cloudy day, it's quite a cool day. Although I am out in a t-shirt. It's a bit breezy, which you may have heard. Not much wildlife to see this time of year, it seems. It's always a bit of a shame. No seagulls. But anyway, there we have it. I've got that out of my system. Um, and we'll go again on Thursday. See what transpires. I'll catch you all tomorrow. Namaste. It's a tiny podcast, a podcast for money. Doodly, doodly, do. Well, it could be, or maybe not. If you wish to contribute financially to the podcast, you can make a donation via patreon.com forward slash bullshit detective. You can donate as much or as little as you like from zero pounds or dollars or whatever to like millions and millions and millions if you so wish but actually you know the price of a coffee once a month or a beer or a pack of sweet corn from the supermarket they're probably about a pound aren't they something like that whatever um, and if you don't that's also fine because the people who do are paying and the people who don't still get their podcast for free which is quite a nice arrangement when you think about it, isn't it? It's kind of built on just being nice to everyone, everyone being nice to everyone and doing what they can. So if you do, it's much appreciated. If you don't, it's also much appreciated. Thank you very much.